Hi. Before the episode starts, I just wanted to let you know that this episode of the podcast uh, has mentions uh, and we also discuss sexual assault. If you find this topic uh, triggering or in any way uncomfortable, then by all means skip this episode. We don't talk about it until the 28 minutes 30 second mark uh, until 32 minutes and 43 seconds, but it does come up again towards the last five minutes. So if you don't want to hear it, of course, skip this episode or only listen to the first 28 minutes and 30 seconds and then turn the podcast off. Uh, that being said, please enjoy the episode. The most recent thing. The most recent thing that I sent you on Instagram from this morning. Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You just didn't respond to it. I want no. you to help me to, uh, about Kenergy. How do we find our Kenergy? It's there the whole time. You got it so strong. I can feel it right now. Look no further. You are Kenuff. Okay, we're done. We're done. <laughs> oh, okay, but uh, but um, it's like Wi-Fi. It's there. We don't know. We do know how it's really there. I don't. I mean, could you explain Wi-Fi? Uh, basically, probably, you could. Oh, you could. Yeah, what, what? Okay, well then maybe you can help me get to the heart of, of energy. Uh, it's just it's all around you. Right. Uh, and it might be affecting the bees somehow. I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, How was your Kennedy today? Fucking great. You see, you see that you said that Margot Robbie sent him like a, a fully gift wrapped, like bright pink, like package every day when they were shooting, and it was always like a like, beach attire or like like a Barbie themed gift that she, you know she sent him, all like gift wrapped like Barbie. That's so crazy. So a Ghost Machine was written by Helen Rayner and directed by Colin T. Are we recording? Yes, we've been recording for the last minute and fifteen seconds. All right. <laughs> do you want to do a welcome? No, I don't. All right, we've watched Torchwood, episode three. Uh, yeah. Ghost Machine. What are your general thoughts? Um, it's a weird one, isn't it? It's so sad. Yeah. Uh, it's not weird. I don't think it's like so. No, I don't mean weird as in like strange, but I mean to categorize. It, I think it's a weird one. Uh, it's, we'll yeah, talk you, about it. to like pigeonhole it. It's like uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I have a lot of thoughts. That I'm just like well. We'll go through it. Before we get to the thoughts, should probably put a content warning on this one. Yes, because there it it goes a little dark. It does uh, mainly a big a big sexual assault part yeah. of it. It's kind of and the thing is, it's kind of a main plot point. Like yep. there's no getting around it, unfortunately. Yep. So this one probably won't be that good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hang on. I don't want to. No, that's I don't want to put my own. Skills down. This one will probably be all right, but don't make yourself feel like shit just to listen to it. You know. Yeah, but we start off with action. Is it? I didn't expect like an action scene to like a yeah. I like I like the Torchwood does this like a like quite a bit. You know, it's like when you see an action movie and there's like an agent on a mission at the start of the movie when the credits are coming in. I am already sick of hearing that outside the police beyond the space. I'm sick of hearing that already. And yeah. then I saw a thing on the script website that has a season two version of it. And I was like, no, there's not. There's not a season two version of it where, where it changes slightly. Every, the 21st century is when everything changes and you've got to be ready. I, that's the, it's okay. That line is said again in this episode. Yeah. It where is, Jack's it? like, it's the 21st century where everything changes. And I'm just always like, well, stop saying that. It feels like if anyone ever tried to ask him a question about it, he'd just got to be like, he'd be like everything changes. It's 20, yeah. Like what is it? So far, we're three episodes in. Not much has changed. That's true. I gotta be honest. Well, episode one is called "Everything Changes," so I guess it's fine, right? What a f- what a false, misleading uh, yeah. premise. Uh, the music in this chase was great. Mm. That at least I thought it was. 
What do I know? What I do like in this chase scene season is two. that like, because Gwen can again. run. Oh, she, she can, can sprint. She can run. And there is a part where Tosh goes, because Tosh is, you know, like monitoring them. Yeah. From the hub. Tosh goes, She's the guy in the Gwen. chair. <laughs> Does she? Yeah, she is like, like kind of quiet. She's like, go Gwen. I didn't pick up on that. It was cool to see her doing a thing. Yeah. Uh, Ianto again. I'm sure he just does the catering. That's just, that's my head canon is Ianto is just the catering guy. Do you know what I remember? In a lot of Torchwood fan fiction, he is the guy who's like, I'm just going to get coffees. Like that was always his thing. And like it's, it's his thing in the show, but that was like a, a proper recurring thing is like oh, Ianto oh. getting the coffees. Fine, I guess. Uh, Ghost Machine. It's a lowish rating on IMDb, to be fair. What is it? Like a 7.4, which okay. I... Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm not going to go through the main cast because yeah. who cares. Same, um, same as every week. Gareth uh, Thomas is Ed Morgan, the old version of Ed Morgan, right. I guess. Um, Bernie is Ben McKay. Uh, young Ed Morgan is Christopher Elson. Tom Flanagan is John Normington. He is like the old version of it, I guess. Christopher Green is young Tom Flanagan. And who is the other one? Lizzie the Lewis. Girl, yeah, uh, yeah Emily Evans is Lizzie Lewis. Excellent. Uh, I at first I wrote the note alien court because I was like, there's no way Torchwood is going to be like this court is alien of all things. Yeah. But then I also couldn't put it past it. I was like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Torchwood was like this court is an alien court. Maybe the doctors is the looker court. Do you think? Maybe that's an alien. I mean, it is an alien court. It's his. It was on the TARDIS. You're trying to be quiet about that. I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to do it oh, one-handed yeah, have a nice so I can maintain how chill that I look right now. Yeah. I also want to say, if I sound a bit slurry in like the way that my speech comes across, not as in bigotry, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got like a, just a really horrible sore mouth and I hate everything, but I'm working through pain. That's what happens when you eat bottle caps, which <laughs> I've tried to tell you so many times, but... Bottle caps. How long have you had that one in the brain? Because that doesn't seem just fresh. Of it right there. Did you? Yeah, on the spot. You're so proud of yourself, aren't you? Yeah. I was going to be like eating pennies, but then I'm like, they're not sharp. So I said bottle caps. I want improv lessons so bad. Just because I'm stupid, I guess. Um, then uh, Gooper. She goops it up, right? <laughs> Gooper? She goopers the whole thing. She They take this thing out the pocket. It's the ghost machine. Yeah. Uh, and she just immediately is like, oh, I'm going to play with it, obviously. Yeah, by the way. It's like finding is... a Game Boy with Pokemon Emerald in it and being like, well, obviously I'm going to switch it on and look at the team. This is the thing that like, you know, you've been probably not risking your life, but like oh, yeah. trying real hard to get a hold of because you're like, oh no, what does this do? And then as soon as she gets her hands on it, she's like, actually, I'm going to find out right now. Did you see how sweaty she was? She was glistening, right? I, I don't know if I can find it. Yeah, I can see, yeah. Like, there is a specific, like, one specific shot where she is just. She's just been running. She's just, yeah, but so is everyone else, but she is, like, just moist. She's like, been just sprinting harder <laughs> than anyone has ever sprant in their entire life. Sprant? Look at how wet she is. That's not, like, look at that. That's why they call her Gooper. Oh, no. <laughs> Hate that. That isn't what I Gwen does a Gooper. great job of looking bedraggled. Basically, this entire episode, yeah. like you know, she looks like shit. I'm always expecting her to blow hair out of her own face, be like, <laughs> like just really panicked and and horrible about it. She is. She could have. Do you know if the thing was closing, and she'd Indiana Jones it. Oh yeah. If it hit her while she was halfway through it, she'd be like out just the other end. Out. <laughs> yeah. When they go back to the hub, by the way. Yeah. I have a note about this. Look at how formal everyone is. Look at Gwen here. Yeah, she's in like jeans and a t-shirt, right? But then 
Also, look at Owen, who is also just like chilling in a jumper. Everyone else is dressed all formal attire, and they're, they're just like, yeah. Um, I'm going how old? Out okay, question. How old do you think all of these people are? Because I'm like Jack. Obviously, doesn't count. He's like hundreds of years old, right? Yeah. Um, Tosh. I could say I could see Tosh being in her thirties, but the others seem like they are. I feel like Owen could be early to early to mid twenties, and I feel like same Gwen, with Gwen. I think. I was saying thinking Gwen is more mid to late twenties, but I think that's just because she has like this experienced sort of demeanor about her. For a woman who is whatever the age she is, she's got an awful lot of graphic tees. By the way, if you ever wore blue jeans, this is exactly what I would imagine you'd look like. Yeah, it pretty much is, to be honest. I'm like, it, blue jeans, that style shirt as well, I'm like, you probably find you yeah. in some some weird which eagle, is, which eagle is, purple and grey. <laughs> right? Which is funny, because I remember watching the show when I was a kid and thinking Gwen was the coolest person in the world. Which is like insane, because I know I'm comparing it to you, but nothing alike. No. Biggest virgin I know. Yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought Gwen was the coolest person in the world and I wanted to be her so bad when I was like seven. And and how did that go for you? Well. <laughs> well I own a large are. impressive collection of graphic tees. So uh, you know what? When is you it that bull one? Like is it because you just love that bull I one? I love isn't that bullshit. And my note actually, by the way, says she's dressed like Katie. <laughs> yeah. Just so you can just making sure that you see that. Um Owen speaks domestic when they go to the house and he is and, and they're on about is it strictly? Yeah. And he's like, who won? Yeah. Like really on the slides, like who won? Like tell me actually, like I don't care, but tell me actually. Well. And what did, I want to see the exact thing he says when they go there. Is it like something about her legs? Legs um, up to her armpits or something? Oh, what what is it? Uh, they get inside. Oh my God, this drink tastes like shit. Good job I bought two of them. What is it? I don't want to say it. You don't want to say the brand? No. Why? Because we're not sponsored and it's horrible. <laughs> or is it because you're ashamed? Because normally you're okay. You're an avid monster drinker. I'm a monster drinker, but <laughs> I'm a monster drinker. But there was um, two rock stars for two quid in the shop, so I got the two rock stars. And this is a looks like liquid Viagra. It's blueberry pomegranate aca- acai. What? A c a i. That's how it was pronounced, right? I don't know. But there used to be one that I used to get in school, and it tasted mm-hmm. like Percy Pigs for lack of a better description. And oh. it was so, and it was like in a blue can, and it was like a pink drink. There was the only monster I've ever like enjoyed was I think it was black and purple. No, the this pun- is okay. Actually. The pu- the punch one. Hang on, so you're coming back around to it now? Yeah, pipeline punch. I don't know what it was called. It's in a pink can. It's got like the pink. M no, no, it. it was it was a black can but with a pink M, and it said punch in like thick letters on the bottom. Oh no, I'm I'm exclusively a a, a white monster drinker. But yeah, I know. But right now, like even even smelling monster gives me a tummy ache. So yeah. I'm like, Do you remember when when our friend that time at uni came in, and she was all excited, and she was like, "I had my first monster." And we were all like, "Really? Is happy this one you. of the older ones?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was she was bouncing as well. Oh, she like, was like, I would think uncontrollable that, that by you reach that that sort of age that sugar rush is not really a thing. You oh, know, no. you you get a tummy ache and you fall asleep and that's it. But no, she was. Off the we had to remember the time she had two drinks and was like completely pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm trying to find this. um, Side note. Yeah, Owen, Owen, while he's here, he's like, Who won? And she goes, That newsreader. And then Owen goes, Oh, she's got legs up to her armpits, hasn't she? (laughs) This is one of the episodes. Okay, this is a great Owen episode. I know you said to me, like, before I watched it, like, Hey, this is an Owen episode. And I was kind of excited for that. There is. Because he's good in it too there's another moment as well that it's it's another if you missed the go Gwen bit you might have missed it probably but we'll I'll, we'll 
point out when we get to episode yeah. a note about it that I'm just like, Owen's just a normal guy. Which is my favourite part about Torchwood, that every single one of these people is just oh, yeah. a normal person. This also has that thing, you know, when when they do like chase scenes later and they just run around the streets and I'm like, yep, that's the UK and Wales and that's just how everything <laughs> yeah. looks. It's yeah. shitty and spray painted. And even when they're garden hopping, I'm like, oh, they are gardens. They truly yep. are I've gardens, I've been in right? every one of those gardens. That little girl with like the tiny paddling pool, I'm like, God, I remember being that age and yep. being like that. It, it fits in the garden and that is the only thing that fits in there. Yeah. And then you peel the paddling pool off like you know, 14 days later after she's been sat there and the grass underneath it is just this dead yellow ring. <laughs> Quintessential, isn't it? You, you, it's, you have to it's do it. A, it's a, what you call it? Lift experience. Character building. Right? <laughs> character building. Do you know what I love about um, Tom? Because, oh, by the way, Gwen sees a ghost. Yeah, Gwen, Gwen messes with the machine, sees a ghost... She's and then it's like, boy. yeah, this here something weird happened. Yeah, this evacuee. Figure and it she out. catches the name on the tag and then they go, oh, who is this? And they go, beep, boop, boop, beep. And then they go, it's Tom. And they go, oh, all right. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, because Owen's like, he's in the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah. And then Gwen's like, I am go Because like, she says that she essentially saw a ghost, right? And it kind uh -huh. of feels like, not that like everyone else doesn't believe her, but they're kind of like... Go, 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 go. Everyone's like, you are one person who has seen this thing yeah. and it's implausible, right? Like, all you did was push a button and stand still. Yeah, right. Like, how can we be sure? So, the, Gwen then goes to his house to question him just so she can be right. You know what I love about the old the old dude, uh, John Normington, who plays Tom Flanagan? Uh, the unprompted, he's just like, I was evacuated, you know? And I'm like, that's the most old man thing yeah. there is, is to just launch into a story. They just launch into a story and it's one of those things where it's kind of like, You're I like, do want to hear this story, but why are you talking about it? You got to do one of the like, yeah. Yeah. Or was it? But you know yeah. that in his mind, he's getting to a point. Oh yeah. And he's just like reliving everything. Oh my like, God, that's oh, how please. I tell stories. <laughs> I tell stories like a granddad. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you dress like one today. No, I'm not. No, you're not. I'm not sure. I mean, that, that coat is the, the jacket The jacket. Thing. Yeah, I got it from a vintage um sale. No shit. All right. Someone was probably buried in it. Does it smell like curtains and cigarette ash? <laughs> the way you looked at me said everything that I needed to know about that. Well, you know it will right. now. Um, see, she makes this man relive the most terrifying moment of his childhood so she can be right, which, <laughs> you know. That's what I'm looking for in a woman, someone who's damaging. Um, but because that's the thing about I don't look for someone damaged I look for someone damaging I want to be the victim I, wanna, <laughs> I don't want to fix him I want him to make me worse I want him to make me need a fixing because um, the thing about the machine is that you don't just you don't just see the thing like you f you experience yeah it's the an thing. empathy it's, thing yeah right? yeah you feel all the emotions so Gwen's like I felt how scared he was now I have to mm -hmm. go and make him relive that <laughs> Uh, then they they leave and all they, like, they leave up more and it's the start of the uh, the the Peter Parkerification of Gwen Cooper the phone call the, yeah the whole like oh no will she you know answer the call for her um, her responsibilities of Torchwood or is she going to go home and be a loving girlfriend and the answer is kind of neither I hate this not in like a this is bad for the show in like a this hits me a little too close and I hate this. Yeah, it's this weird, was isn't it? like when I was messaging you about it, and I was like, "Some of this episode I don't like." Yeah, like this is the cl this, so this is the closest I've been to any of these rewatches from like Rose up to now. This is the closest I've been to like breaking into tears. But mm -hmm. then again, this the emotional impact of this isn't the same as Doctor Who for me. 
No. Because obviously I've seen Doctor Who over and over and over again. This is like brand new, fresh, which means it's cutting. It's as a sharper blade than Doctor Who ever will. And I'm like, ah, oh, hit. It's actually. But this phone call, Gwen, you're a dickhead. Yeah, Can we just sit here, right? Gwen is a Gwen sucks. Gwen okay, sucks. Gwen sucks. I just want to Gwen make sucks. sure that no. I'm not being. <laughs> Imagine if, I, if you were like, "What? No, it's the reason." I'm like, "Oh God!" No, it's one because it's one of those things. Because essentially, you know, if you if you haven't seen Torchwood, her boyfriend is phoning her to just ask about like domestic, regular things, and she yeah, he's just like. Well, he's asking about like doing the washing, right? Yeah, he's just and like, do you have any whites that need doing? And Gwen's like, I don't know, just leave it. I'll sort it out. And he's like, oh no, it's like it's no trouble. Just remind me uh, which drawer the tablet's going again. And she was like, ah, just leave it. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Uh, are you in or out tonight? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, you don't know again. And she apologizes. And he says, all I'm asking is like, are you in or are you out? Yeah, so I know, reasonable, reasonable you know, thing. Am I making say. food for two? Do my, are we watching? So like, you know, that yeah. sort of relationshipy thing. And Gwen's like, I don't know. And Reese says, Gwen, I can't, I can live with like all the secret stuff, but you can't even tell me if you're coming home. And Gwen says, well, Nagan isn't helping. Excuse me. Just asking a question, dude. He's doing your washing because you're never home. Oh, never. Do you know what? Like I say, just hits a little bit too close to home for me. How do you feel about Reese now anyway? I know know these past two weeks, you couldn't quite tell. Where where do we stand on him now? Right now, okay, because I still feel like there's going to be a term where he is awful, but I feel like I feel like he's they're going to get into an argument that's really heated because I feel like I've seen a clip of it on Twitter like a year ago. Yeah, and that was when I was telling you I was like, I didn't know they could say fucking Torchwood. Oh like, yeah. yeah, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> um. So right now, I still think they're going to take a turn to have an argument. I think it's going to be one of those situations that you do see in a relationship that's like, this is a non-issue. This is a non-issue. It's not. This is a non-issue. This is a non-issue. And at some point, it, it just boils over, explodes, right? And I'm going to be like, well, both of you are just as bad as each other now for letting it go this long. But I, I right now, I think it's mo- mostly because I've been in a similar situation to Reese where I'm like, hey, yeah, what time is this thing happening? And they were like, oh, I don't know. And it got to a point where they were like, I'm not going to come home actually for days. And I was like, oh, I just wanted to know <laughs> yeah, if I was making food for two. Yeah. Um, I think that this episode does a lot for Reese. This makes him very like, oh, you sweet, I, like, sweet thing. Th- I think you come out of this episode being like... I like, feel, you know, because I, I still feel sorry for him even after the fact, because I'm really obviously going to go, you know, shaggy uppy. But when, the, you're not happy with the shaggy uppy. Oh, yeah, sorry, didn't like it. Oh, I'll try harder. Do you want to do you want to tang fast? No, not right now. My tongue's in pieces. Oh, sorry. I didn't think about that when I bought them. Oh, were you like, that, I'll get some sweeties to share? Yeah, that makes me seem like an asshole. I don't I'm care really, about it. I'm really sorry. I don't care about it. Don't worry about it. I want one, though. I'm still going <laughs> to. Okay. Why are you running this by me? <laughs> also, I'm not sponsored by Harry Bo. Winks into the microphone. How the fuck? <laughs> really heavy eyes. It's really loud. <laughs> yeah. Reese, right now, I feel sorry for, even after they do a shagging. And that's mainly because this is not a solved issue. Yeah. It seems like Gwen Cooper has one way of fixing her problems, and it's by having sex out of them. Like she sexes her way out of all well, of I, her But own I problems. said this last week. 
didn't I? I was like, hey, don't use Shagan to patch up the issues in the relationship. That's twice in two weeks, PC gooper, that you have used the pussy as a patch and I don't like that for you. What are you? Used pussy as a patch. <laughs> Me when I'm in like pharmacy town in gridlock and I'm like, I'll take pussy, please. <laughs> oh, and then the people behind the kiosks are literally serving cunt. Hey! <laughs> you need a pussy patch for that blister. <laughs> but it's puss with just one S. It's horrible, isn't it? I don't like the spelling of puss when it's like that, you know. You know you what, see, one S? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I hate? Even looking at the word. I I'm always like, think uh. it's in, in books, right? When people write like pustule as like a... Pustule? Yeah, it's like a... Um, Essentially, I guess like a pus-filled wound. That's like a, but they'll be like a pustule. I hate it. Yeah, that's wrong. Anyway, so Torchwood. Reese. Um, yeah. Because after this, this is when is this when they do like the Mean Girls type scene? Because uh, skip a little bit. They're ahead, going looking look. for this dude Bernie. Yeah. Who had the machine? Yeah, because I looked at this. You see this little thing here. Oh yeah. Gwen, saw, Gwen's doing another police board. So. Yeah, I saw that and I was like. They got the effort of printing the Torchwood T on everything they print out. Do you know, like how, like a watermark? But I'm like, look, brand recognition, shitty little door frame. But brand recognition. But brand recognition. Yanto has time. Well, I mean, he's just bringing coffee in this one. Because like, Yanto does doing? all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Surely. So, also, I think this is the first time you properly get like a look in Jack's office. This. Yeah. Um, like a good look in it. I mean. Oh yeah. Which uh, doesn't mean anything. It's just cool. Yanto still hasn't done anything. Just in general in the show. I oh, really want him to. That'd this is nice. the team eating again, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're all yeah. just... What, is he eating a donut? Yeah, they've got like pastries or something. Oh, and Owen buys pasties Buy later. Four pasties for a pound. Copeland. Pasty rolls from Greg's. What? Four for a quid, right? Yeah, but these are pasties, so I'm like Copeland because Copeland pasties are tiny. There you go. See how that in unmarked white bags. Oh, wait. Did you, this, I love that bit, by the way. That, that, this whole, yeah, the Mean Girls bit where it's like, him if he was Regina on fire. George did this, Regina George did this. My favourite one is that kid, I think it was just on screen a second ago. The kid who like, smoked all my fags. Yeah, <laughs> he said he'd give me an iPad and he never, and he smoked all my fags. <laughs> Champion. <laughs> I'll tell you what's great before this, though. Cheers, it's another Benny. little moment. Because the way that the, the team personality works, right, is mm-hmm. that you've got Jack is the leader. Owen and Gwen are kind of like a little more street smart, mm-hmm. you know. Tosh, however, it seems like she's, you know, she just loves the science. Yeah, she enjoys being in the whole She likes this. investigating mm-hmm. and have, being behind her computers. And when she when they go to uh, Bernie's house and his mum's there, and uh, she's like, hello, yes, me and my friend would like to like speak to your son or whatever. And the mum's like, mate. Fuck off. Like, he's an absolute little arsehole. And Gwen is stood behind and Gwen just starts laughing. Does she? Yeah, take it. Oh. <laughs> take it back like a little bit. It's a funny little scene. Is it? Oh, is it, oh, is it before the montage? It's right of at the start of the montage when they're talking to the mum. And like, as soon as like she starts going off, Gwen starts laughing. I'm watching. Wait, oh. <laughs> She's like, you just got told off. Oh. Funny. Us at the pub there. That's how we look. <laughs> There's the iPad. You know what line I really love? What? Uh, makes NASA look like Toys R Us. Yeah. Like, spot on. Love that. Yeah, the ghost machine. Horrible little little thing. Like, you know when, when someone says to you, if you can have anything from the Doctor Who universe, what Not do this. you want? No one's saying the ghost machine. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to touch that. Especially g- the other one. <laughs> the other part. The other the so the, well, this ghost machine is weird because Gwen somehow manages to look at her relationship with it just because. Yeah, 
because so the it, they get it and it's like half of it right and this is the half that allows you to go back and see the other stuff but what does the other one let you see the future the other half yes yeah. and all oh, right there and we let go you then. see a bit of the future so uh, this is why because when i saw it i was like wait the ghosts that you've seen so far they're ghosts i ju- yeah i just cause inverted quotes you're like this dude who was evacuated and you know the the woman in the alley who it's like seemingly have no link, really. It, it seems the way that I have interpreted this, um, especially which I think is just hammered home by like Gwen using it using at home. it at home. It's like a strong emotion. It's places where strong emotions uh-huh. like happen because because when she uses it at home, I think it's like what three little moments of their relationship, two or three little moments of their yeah. relationship that she like relives. Yeah, because there's the. I'm going to put you in handcuffs and he's like, oh yeah, don't threaten me with a good time, basically. And, and then, then Mam's 60th. Oh yeah, she well, she tries to well. staple his cock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she probably like, that with other it. one? That's like the, her first day as a, poli- as a policewoman. So yeah. I assume that those were two days of like intense emotion and that's why it pulls up. Because that explains why Bernie... And the other one, the intense fear of having your <laughs> cock stapled. <laughs> and that's why Owen and Bernie, presumably when they're in the same place, see the same thing. Yeah, so it mu- it like it must be a location thing as opposed to like a personal thing, right? Bernie is like, I don't know, like way more emotional of a dude than I thought he was going to be when he shows up later. Well, because everyone's no one's got a nice thing to say. About him. So I'm like, oh, this dude must be like a really crass, horrible guy. And then they sh- then he shows up and he's like, ah, I've got asthma, and I'm like, oh, cool, same, bro. I have this I have this note later, but I'll bring it up now because we're talking about it. Bernie Harris, I believe, is his name. Yes, he is one of the most like not. Not relatable, I guess, but like real characters in all of Doctor Who. Because I know four guys like that. Like, I swear to God, like, I know so many people who are like Bernie, where they always kind of seem to be in trouble or like doing something. But it's nothing actually seriously bad. It's just like shitty little dickhead things, you know, like <laughs> selling fags and like, you know, they say that he has a criminal record for theft and it was a bottle of vodka and three pot noodles. Like, uh, it's just asbo behavior. Yeah, it's just, it's just stuff that gets you in trouble, but stuff that's like not really bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, you know, I've known in my life so many people like Bernie Harris. He is the most real character in all of Doctor Who. Are Asbo's still a thing? Still going Asbo? I, I know that they have Maybe like- it's because I'm, I'm an adult now, so it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. But like- you know, But I know they have the Asbo things in shops because where I am from, they used to have them up there all the time in mm, one of the shops. like a wanted for, but it's you. Yeah, there was in Looking the boys like in town, there was think. always like four of them and it was like Asbo's for these people. But that was the only time I ever saw like an Asbo. The, do you remember a few weeks ago when I was like, there are two very, uh, and we were talking about Torchwood mm. uh, on the podcast and I was like, hey, there is two very weird ways that I could have gone with Owen and one of them is the dickhead side and one of them is this. Yeah. This is the kid I would have ended up like, is Bernie. Oh. If I'd have continued like the way I, I was going. I can see that. You can see me being a Bernie. Yeah. Can Because the thing is, I can't see you doing anything actually horrible or bad yeah, on right? account of like just being a like a I'm like good sorry for pinching that pack of that. Wrigley's extra <laughs> just, yeah. I just got super uncomfortable with my own mouth taste. <laughs> do you ever get, you get that out of nowhere? Steel and igloo. Do you ever, yeah, do you ever get that out of nowhere? You're like Ugh. Horrible mouth taste. Yeah. You know what? I always get it when I'm about to go to bed. Like as soon as like I'll head down on the pillow and then I'll be like, something's not right here. And then I'm like, do I get out of bed and get a drink? I don't know. Mm. Uh so Owen gives everyone a pasty. Then Jack has his little has a little moment here. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Where he's like, 
if you want adventure, I will give you adventure. Stop complaining. And then he's about two and then they all start complaining. Yeah, because, well, Jack's like, you couldn't find a 19-year-old. And they're, and they're all like, he's harder than it looks, okay, Jack. He's really fast. To be fair, you probably would have caught him a lot easier if the woman who monitors the CCTV was monitoring the CCTV and wasn't out <laughs> there with true, you. yeah. Why, why does it take all four members of the Torchwood team? Because, like, you know, Yanto can't leave, whatever. He has to be there for, like... Just in case. But like you've got all four members of the team to go find one 19-year-old. If it took all four members, you can't complain that all four members couldn't find him. I'm like, okay, you got closer to catching him at the beginning when Tosh was back at HQ and you three yeah. were after well, him. Well, in a way, you why did would you, catch him. Why would you backtrack on that strategy? That was working well. <laughs> Tosh needed to get told off by that woman. She <laughs> needed to. Tosh was having one of them. Just like, I just need to get the house, don't I? She <laughs> needs to get the house for a bit. She needs some fresh air, you know. Because, all right, we're going to talk about it. Um, the the, the plan, yeah, because the plan is to go back to the station and recreate Gwen's original. Um, yeah, but trip. Owen has the device. Yeah, uh, I hated this scene. It seems like it activates more so than it than you. He doesn't press a button. Yeah, like it seems like so because later when Gwen uses it again, like not in the house, but when she uses it outside the flight, it seems like it just activates. I don't think well, she. Well, that's the it, thing. Right? I thought she pushed a button at the beginning, right? She did do that. Imagine she making did, that up. She did push a button at the beginning, but then it, it's weird because it seems like this, the device mm-hmm. starts like lighting up and starts doing something. Yeah. So. Oh, who knows? But anyway, it either way, it just it work. If it works, it works, right? Yeah. Ghost machine. So Owen goes well back, I guess this time. Well, yeah, but just like completely unaware of it happening and he's just like oh shit I'm here yeah this was uh, I gotta stop watching this show with the garage door open with like stupidly loud speakers it's another one yeah you were like oh no and I didn't shut it and I was it was awful I hate this scene I hate everything about it this is difficult to this watch. is it's one of those things where whenever this is represented it if it is ever like at all sort of sugar-coated even like on screen by in any way i'm like that's a bit sour yeah I'm like if you go, if you're gonna show it as a horrible thing it has to be a horrible thing yeah and so like this o- does that this yeah this is it's a horrible thing to watch and owen owen has like a, a super super raw reaction i, I to think it. that that is the thing that makes it kind of like even more like oh god because it's like you know well when he tells them to wait right Earlier on, do you know when they're all walking away and he's holding the thing? Yeah. And he says, wait. And I was like, that wasn't a very good like delivery of that line, I guess. But then when we cut back to him after this, his performance is insanely good. Unlike Gwen's later on, but we will get to... <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. That was horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's when we see Lizzie and it's 1960s, like, right? Ni- 50s, 19... Can't be the thirties. I, th- I want to say fifties. Yeah, fifties. No, yeah, no. They say she died in nineteen sixty three. So, oh yeah, it's it's Doctor Who. It was going to happen in nineteen sixty three, right? Everything has to happen it's in nineteen sixty three. Yeah. Um, there is one year, but yeah, she's attacked by by Ed. Yeah, and you don't. I think what makes this worse is you don't find out until after the fact that she died that night. Yeah, as well. You just sort of see the, the like the crime bit happening, and obviously TV. They have to. They, they're not yeah. going to go all the way with well, that. You've got to cut is, away. When you first see her, she yeah. like she runs under the bridge and then she's like, oh, the girls told me not to go with you and all this sort of thing. Oh, I and I heard his voice and I was like, oh, no. Because I, I knew, I, you know, you see a girl, it's raining, it's nighttime, yeah. it's an alleyway, it's the 60s or whatever. And I'm like, 
oh, this spells trouble. I hate this. Yeah. Like, and then I hear his voice and I'm like, oh, they're not going to, are they? And yeah. Because I think it's a scene that misleads you in a little way where you see her and it seems like the bad things already happened because she's already upset. But then it's like, no, no, now the bad thing's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, cool. It's one of those things where I want it to cut away, but I'm not, I know it's, I'm like, I know it's not going to. Yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, please don't make me. And then I think what makes it worse is what, there's a bit where he is like kissing her and clearly she is not like, she's yeah, not she's like, well, she she's not pushes him away. Yeah. And like in the little chin neck space between them, you can just see, see Owen, Owen and he is like paralytic, cannot move, horrible. And then when we cut back to him after this scene, because I mean, it's like a, a, a little plot, plot convenience. Luckily, there is a name in every ghost encounter. <laughs> yeah. Right? There is a name. Full name. Said. They yeah. will full name everyone. But when we get back to Owen, that performance when he's just stood there is there's a there's something it's you know, it's a, it's a higher caliber because HBO in like season four of Barry that does a very similar thing mm. where someone, someone has someone killed that they love and then it cuts to them sit, like they are sitting outside and they hear the gunshot mm. and they hear the person that will get like get shot and it's like silent crying, but like full face scrunch silence. So not like silent is in like a, like there's mm. just, there's no way to breathe like that. And I, oh, I hate it. I don't like it. But I think that this pushes Owen's character leagues because oh, yeah. we see him being like a sleeper around it. And I don't know if that's going to go away. I feel like that is just a staple of him. Well, I think. But this, this is definitely going to change an attitude, right? This takes him from being like sleazy, kind of like, you know, out for himself guy. Yeah, to, to understanding a lot of like how women feel and, you know, scary nighttime things. It's, it's awful. Then he. I'm just trying to find it here. Well, yeah, then they go back to the hub, right? Because Owen... Well, I'm sure they go back, but Owen goes to find the dude, right? Well, no, because they go at first and then... Oh, no, yeah, Owen Jack's like, He's looking for him. Yeah, because Jack's like, what are you going to do? It's a cold case. And I'm like, okay, Mr. Outside the Government, be on the police. Yeah, I thought that. I was <laughs> right? like, dude, oh, you, you literally just... Your job is to break shit open and go, I don't care. Yeah. Because this this episode is is interesting in a way that the only alien part of it is the ghost machine. Like for the most part, this is solving a cold case. Yeah. Um, then, th- so this is where they uh, where they do go back to the hub. Uh, yeah, because Owen, I think it's super important. I mean, you know, this episode, by the way, written by a woman. Yeah. Uh, it's really good that Owen is the one that goes through it. Yeah. Because wh- when you have a guy going, I felt her fear. Yeah. Like, yeah, palpable. And then they go back to the hub and Owen finds out that he killed her and is hellbent on finding this guy. No matter how old he is, whether he's alive or dead, she knows, yeah. he knows yeah, that... Yeah, he's like, something bad has happened and I know yeah. about it and I'll do something about he it. He knows that Lizzie's dead. We learn her mother is dead too. Mm. And Owen is like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. I'm going to yeah. rip his fucking head off. Whew. And then he... Oh, he finds him. And that scene when... It's not even an interrogation. He's like, like he Owen he's goes just, to this guy's house. It's an all out, I know what you did. Yeah. The whole thing is I just, he's like, I know what you did. And I know you thought you weren't going to get away with it. Hi. Yep. Oh yeah. Her, her, him being like, she told her mother she'd be home by nine. I hate, like, that's fucking horrible. And like, like he's just, he is just going back over all of the things that were said. Yeah. Like, like word and, for word. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you get the um, like a voiceover as well when it happens. Yeah, and you can you can see this guy just like sat there sweating because it's like, oh, you're caught. Like you know, time time is up, man. You've you've been called out. Yep. 
Because, oh, okay, so Owen goes home and looks even further on his own, right? You see, like, all the papers and he stuff. Does, he does around. later, but because he speaks to this dude. Mm-hmm. And then he... And then isn't that... Because he goes out the house and he sees Bernie, he sees the kid just, like, sat yeah. in a park. And then that's when he chases him through all the gardens. Yes. Yeah. L- I mean, again, convenient that he gets chucked out and Bernie is just yeah. there. <laughs> just about. He's like, oh, shit. Um, well, then isn't after that done... Doesn't he grab him and they go for a drink or something and then that's when he has like the machine well this know. this Ed and Owen scene is a little bit later on we've skipped a bit oh okay. which is like fine it's just yeah. that you know it follows on from that um and it's the the scene that we basically have missed is the one the Gwen scene when she goes home and uses the ghost machine yeah but the firing range scene didn't like it that see this is the, the, my... the training montage Great. Cool. This, the the no. Jack touching her up and like... The part uh, about this that I don't the like... The of it. Oh, one of my notes here um, just says... <laughs> where is it? When they said Ghost Machine, I didn't realise they meant the 1990 Patrick Swayze classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like one of the parts that I think makes this feel a lot weirder is just that you cut from Owen having the most traumatizing day of his life yeah, because to... this is before I meet Ed in person, but like you still, you cut from the scene before that is Owen being like, uh, you know, we need, we need, since when did we care about Court and Jack saying tomorrow we'll look for Bernie Harris and we find out what he knows about the ghost machine. And then it cuts to this scene. So is that the, the Gwen one? Yeah, because like that's, that's the weirdest part of all of this for me is just that this is like the B plot that you are, you are juxtaposing with. Mm-hmm. This horrible, horrible main story. There is a, a, I mean, even in the like the, the the touching of like the torch yeah, he, like, on the headphones. Her the torchwood logos on the earmuffs. Why? Well, he moves her hair, but there's one point where it's like that's. You see where his hand was yeah. just there. That's very close. Like it's on the leg, but it's creeping. And I, uh, John Barrowman, stop it. Yeah, this this scene, I like the montage thing. I love that all the targets are weevils. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just like, just lurching. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, you want to know why Owen, uh, not Owen, sorry. You want to know why Yanto can't be in episodes? This is what he's doing. He's drawing out He's drawing weevils, weevils on the targets. He's putting the Torchwood logo on the headphones. I like the idea that he doesn't print them out. Like, he actually hand draws every one He's got of like them. a little paintbrush. You know, like the um, bit and in Toy Story 2? Where the guy's like touching up Woody or whatever, and he's got all of the little um, oh, all the lenses, the, and stuff. yeah, and the glasses yeah. and the magnifiers. That's just what Yanto does. How was Toy Story one? Probably really good. Have you only seen the second one? No, I've seen the first one actually. Okay, I know that scene though, because like who doesn't yeah, know that scene? Yeah, everyone knows and the music and all that shit with it. Yes, they have their little romance, which I hate. Thumbs, Thumbs down, down for you as well. Thumbs down, yeah. I Thumbs don't like down this. for you. Awesome. At least we're on the same page with that one, and then. Gwen goes home and Reese is out. When she goes home, this is when she has the uh, the ghosts of her own relationship. Can't the, she just remember? This bit I also hated. Why did you hate this bit? Oh, I'm gonna I'd have to get really real to do it. I don't mind. I don't care because I don't emotion in my real life and this is like basically anonymous, so who gives a shit? I'm like, I know I know one of our friends who apparently listens to this show because he put it on using pub speakers and it was in the middle of Runaway Bride and I was like, you must like 
actually listen on a, on like a weekly basis or like somewhere that because that's one of our most recent ones, right? Yeah, at least it's a weird of, one to start with as, as, well, of, right? as of recording, at least. Yeah, I hate this scene because it is the epitome of like living in a in a in a dead relationship. Yeah, that's true. And you know, if, if you, you need alien technology to help you regain your passion for your own boyfriend, if you have been there. And you're just sort of going, it's, uh, I don't know how to describe it other than being like it is, it is just like Groundhog Day and and nothing is exciting. Like yeah. if someone goes to you like, ooh, where do you see yourself a year from now? And the only constant is that person, but that doesn't make you happy though. And yeah. you're kind of like, oh, fucking horrible feeling. Mm. Do you know what's even a worse feeling than that? What? Doing nothing about it <laughs> like I did for a, for a longer time than I should have. Gonna get yourself a ghost machine. Yeah, right? Gotta get myself, gotta get myself a ghost machine. Reignite that spark. There never was one. That's not true. <laughs> I almost knocked everything over. That's not true. But yeah, this this kind of, this scene was one of those that I'm like... I would be curious about what it would show me though. Like if I, if I was in my house... Mm-hmm. What it would pick as a moment of, of heavy emotion or whatever, show me. I know what mine would show me, at least in this house. I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> do, you, do you want to know why? Why? It's fucking pathetic. <laughs> as a dude who still to this day toxically does not allow myself to feel an emotion very often, talking about that is even worse. I'll tell you when we walk to the shop after this if you want. If you want. I don't care. Okay. I don't, no, I don't care about telling you <laughs> because you're you, but like... The internet, there is a line. <laughs> the The problem I have with this ghost machine section, like you just said, like I wonder what it would show me. But I genuinely can't pick out like moments from that that it would it show would. me. I can't, I'm like, okay, but there, I don't think there was ever a point when I was elated. Mm. If you don't feel lucky to have the person you're with in your life, leave them. That's my, <laughs> that's my advice. Because <laughs> that's an insane feeling to be like, oh yeah. I get to like be with that person. That's cool. Like that is cool. Imagine being like, I get to be with that person. Man had shown me that time Luke tried to make a lasagna like two days after we moved in and he had a bottle of red wine to do it. And when he was taking the cork off the bottle of red wine, red wine all over our back, white kitchen wall. Whose lasagna is better? Well, considering one didn't end up staying in my kitchen, then I'm going to say that yours was. Okay, but aside from that, whose lasagna was? Oh, yours. I'll say you mushrooms in it, man. <laughs> Insta win. I'm a shroomy gal. What can I Don't say? Don't say that. Yeah, this scene is the one that really fucking got me. But like, again, I'm like, I've been there, so it's horrible. Yeah. It's not a nice thing. But I, there's not much in TV that does that, that. That like super resonates with me. So I'm like seeing this, and I was like, <laughs> and then it's, it's Doctor Who. In it. I didn't actually cry. I th- like you would get a message from me if I actually cried. Like, yeah. make no. I wouldn't send you a video of it like you did to me. <laughs> You sent me a video of you and Gridlock just like, I'm crying. Because I see Katie sent a video and I assume it's a different thing. Yeah, no, it's just... It's just me in tears. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Always, right? Right, can we talk about Jack's leadership for a second here? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. So they find out that Owen's been to see Ed. Yes. That seems and then Jack's like kind of mad and he's like, Owen, go home. Well, they, f- they they go to the pub first, right, before this? Yeah, like, they, they go to the pub, because that's when Bernie's like, do you want the other half? Because before that, when he catches him, he's like, don't hurt me, please, I've got asthma. Well, that's my note, right? Don't is... hurt me, please, I've got asthma. Uh-huh. Well, no. Oh, sorry. 
we'll go. Can we just go back to the yeah Gwen course. scene? Yeah, we didn't talk about how when Gwen comes out of the ghost division, Reese is actually there. Yeah, he's come home. Uh huh. Um, and because I guess the couple that he's been with had an argument, and so he's come back. Yeah. to Gwen. And, and that's what does he say when he comes in? Because again, it's something super reasonable where he's like, where he just says again, like, please just tell me what's going on. Yeah, he says, look, I don't mind you working all the hours. I really don't. Just as long as you still want to come home at the end of it all. And she's like, I do. I'm here. Uh, and you're gorgeous. And Reese says, but you haven't done the wash- hung the washing up. Gwen says, let's leave it till tomorrow, eh? And Reese says, aye. And then they fucking <laughs> And then they just shag. Here is the problem with me. <laughs> okay. I'd have still done the washing that night, you know. Would you? I proper would. I wouldn't. I proper would have been like, well, that needs doing. No, I wouldn't. There's going to be two lords tonight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought of it. I said it. And then I hated myself for it. Yeah. Well, it's good. To, we went on that journey, though. <laughs> really? I wish I got off early. Um, Thanks, <laughs> I'm Sorry. Can I say that? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There are many <laughs> out there. Yeah. And they don't know me. Um, was you just nearly sick again? No. Okay. I was good. just trying to. No, that has only happened three times since I've been oh, here. We're gonna walk to the shop, and the fresh air is gonna hit you, and you're gonna be like, Bleh. um, yeah. I don't know. Something about Jack after all of this, just being like, hey, Owen, like, leave it alone, go home. And I'm like, this is Mr. Trauma. Like, why are you telling him to do this? Yeah. There's there's a a point where Owen, I, I, I don't know. We don't. I don't know. Do we get like an episode about like? Oh, you you said we get an episode about how everyone joins the team, right? Yeah. Cool. We don't know anything about Owen's past. I'm like, I don't know whether this dude has been through tragic shit mm. like before this, but if not, we're seeing his yeah. um, his origin story. But be a little supportive of it. Yeah, right? we find out. I mean, obviously, Gwen is like episode one. We already know what her uh-huh. deal is. But like, you do find out how everyone joined. And it is one of my favorite episodes of the show. Uh, this episode goes even darker. I mean, they talk about like, um, is it uh, is it when, when Bernie's talking about like using the ghost machine that he sees a baby... Like a dead baby getting set. Yeah, drink. he yeah he says that uh, he was down by like some river or something, and then he used it then, and yeah. it was there was a woman with a bundle, is what he says, and he's like, I just knew it was her like dead child. Yeah, because of the feeling, the empathy, and yeah. stuff. Uh, when they do the, the and chase, then well, and then he says that he blackmailed. He went to go speak to her about it, and she gave him money to not tell anyone. Yeah, and but he says that she offered. Yeah. Not that it was blackmail because he well, bla- Owen, he does blackmail Ed, right? I was going to say Owen calls him out, right? And he's like, oh, you blackmailed her. And then she and then he's like, no, she offered. And I'm like, uh, even still, don't it's take It's one of those things where I'm like, is that a lie though? Because later we found out that he was blackmailing yeah. with the information. And also I'm like, him. just don't take the money either way, probably. Yeah. <sighs> this episode has a lot of dicey shit. Yeah. It's very dark. Okay, wait, no, sorry. This is about the other, the other, the, the scene that I wanted you to see. Okay. So, because he's like, do you guys not want the other half? And then they're like, the other half. Um, so they go back to his place, basically, and he tells them that him and I guess some of his pals found this guy with a lock up who had a bunch of just weird shit. Yeah, because they go back to his flat, right? Yeah. And then that's when like Jack and Tosh are like, it's like alien coins, stuff that's come through the driftwood, they say, right? That's yeah. like come through the rift. And at one point when they're in the flat, they're like, you know, they're sort of Owen's looking around. Is this where he just goes, Tosh, and he just and he holds just picks up, baked up the beans. value baked beans and just makes the face of like fucking beans. Just like a tin of value baked beans. I have a note says that just says Tosh and then shows her the beans. Yeah. Look at them beans, man. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's funny. Also, Tosh's a Lego girl. A Lego girl? Oh, she said she put together like Lego. Yeah, she went it just snaps together like Lego. And I'm like, Wanna come to my house, bestie. She's definitely got the bonsai tree, you know. Oh. 
Well, I'll do some somewhere else down there. I know I can just see it in her house. Can I? Can I just say about a thing when? Because the other half of this shows you the future. Mm. Not necessarily your future. The way that it goes about telling me this was, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna show." It shows you how you die. I thought is what the whole thing was. Ghost yeah. machine. Ah, you know, death. Uh, no, it just shows you like the the next twenty twenty five like hours. I guess somewhere in that. I mean, range. I guess it shows you the future, but I think again, it's the same thing of like intense emotion. Captain Jack's Gwen. No. no! Yeah. Oh my god. Written that down. Why would you slow mo it? Right. <laughs> but I don't think it's slow mo. It must be ADR. Just him going no, because you get like that weird effect when it's slow mo, yeah. right? I, mean, I don't remember actually. Maybe that effect was there. Um. Anyway, so because Gwen uses it, she's they snap the two of them together and they're going back to the hub, and then Gwen just activates it again. What? What do you? Because I, I I would consider this a plot twist when when you have Gwen holding the knife. And you, so you you know it's not a two part. So you know that it's not that it's going to pan out at some point within the next ten minutes. Yeah, Gwen's going to be bloody and holding a knife because if we've learned anything from Doctor Who and time travel shows, it's avoiding the future solidifies the future. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Trying to work around it doesn't change anything. Well, because that's what Jack says, right? When when Gwen's like, "Hey, Bernie said he knew how he's going to die," and he was like, "That's possible future." Yeah. Even the, the second episode of Red Dwarf does it. Yeah. Like you can't avoid the things that are going to happen. Of the okay, Bernie. We've been told Bernie's going to die, so we assume that. Owen was going to kill Bernie. Yeah. Because, uh, sorry, Gwen's like, Owen had the knife. Blah, blah, blah. And then the the episode just gives you small bits of information. And then they all start investigating Bernie at the same time. And they talk about how, how paranoid he is and all this. And I'm like, oh, Bernie knows as well about the, because he mentions that he knows about um, Lizzie. Yeah. And I, I was writing it and I was like, oh, Bernie knows too. Oh, this is bad. Because, well, like Owen, Owen says, right, when when he went to go speak to him, he was like, yeah. uh, something about like, he's already told you. And they're like, oh, so Bernie's already gone. And like, yeah, he says, I told you this before. Probably tried to blackmail him or I've something. Already told you. Yeah. Because then, because that's another thing when Tosh, at this point, who is staying in, on the CCTV, um, she's looking and she pulls up Ed's thing and it's like agoraphobic, severe depression, all this kind of stuff. On, yeah. And like, like suicide attempts as well. Yeah. I think that. This episode does a lot of good. I mean, it's generally very well written. Uh, foreshadowing is done so fucking well. Mm. TV doesn't foreshadow like this very often. Yeah, where the lines when they mention it, like, oh, he said, I'd already told you. Like when they sit, when they mention that, yeah, it was in the scene. You probably just didn't pick up on it because you, when you yeah. were watching it, you were just like, oh, this confrontation's insane. You're too busy thinking about well, how insane. I think that another thing that you think is that uh, when Owen's looking through police files, it says that like he charges were dropped and like this guy was released. So him being like, I already told you. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, the police. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it. And then we get, you know, we we get outside. The thing is, I've seen Bernie Garden Hop. This man is not a threat to you. Well, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, just run away. We do just walk back into your house and lock the door. Because like, call the this, police. This There's guy a man outside with a knife. He's a big dude. He's an older dude. He's a smoker. Oh yeah. A nineteen-year-old cannot run him. And I saw him on the CCTV. He was not walking. He was no. He was lumbering. like stumbling. Yeah. yeah. Like, but he has to die. So, <laughs> so let's talk about this ending real quick. I wrote. Um, I wrote. Owen's gonna kill Edwin. Then I wrote, Owen is saving him. And then my next note is, Eve, you can do better than that. And that's because of her acting when yeah, Jack's... like, I couldn't stop. Well, it, like, that kills a lot of the episode for me. Yeah. Because the st- these stakes are so high. The Everything is, is building though, to this. And- when, when they cut to her in the next scene, or whatever, and she's like wrapped in a blanket, and yeah. she, I'm like, that's better. 
that's like yeah she's like actually crying and, yeah. and they're like you know he pushed himself into the knife you did not you didn't do a murder yeah because that's that's the case or whatever that's what happens Owen is going to kill him and then he doesn't he gives the knife to Gwen and then Ed's like oh, I knew you'd save me or whatever and just walks right into Gwen yeah, right but, into the knife but I love that that moment that we get with Owen when he tries to save him well, no when he has the knife and he's just like I can't oh. do it yeah and he, and I'm watching it and I'm going, I don't know if Owen's the type to kill, but I don't know Owen well enough. But also the emotions that he's feeling about this incident are not all his. That's part Lizzie yeah, as well right. at the time. Like that and fear. And if he did kill him, I think that's one of those things that we can like, we can yeah, justify. Like even to like going back, if anyone ever that, that I knew had like been through this and was like, would you kill the person that did it? Yes. Yeah. 100%. All of the time. It's fucking like... That's not even a second thought to me. Will you kill the rapist murderer? Um, I don't know. Let me check my moral compass. Like, what? Come on, man. Let me flip my double-sided coin and see what yeah, the outcome oh. is, right? But, yeah, so Owen doesn't kill him. Gwen, well, because they say that he kills himself. He He's had multiple suicide attempts before this. Cause, yeah, because that's that bit when they're back in the hub and Owen's like, I didn't kill him. Like, I could have done, but I didn't. And then mm-hmm. Gwen goes, no, I did. And then Tosh is like, he would have found a way to, yeah. you know, he wanted to die. He would have found a way eventually. Also, he old. What are you going to do? All you had to do is wait. Well, this dude would have been at least 60 something. At least. Yeah. Because this is like what? Mid mid to late 2000s going on. Early, early not 60, 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering I'm, I'm going to assume that in that alley scene, he's like 20 odd. Or like in his 20s, Yeah. Well, right? they say that she's 17. So... I fucking missed that. Yeah, she, Lizzie was. They say she was seventeen. Oh, he, I'm glad you died, Ed. Yeah. I'm glad you died. So he has got to be at least seventeen. Also, I will say props to uh, Gareth Thomas uh, and uh, who is the but, other guy? Because that's that's the thing, right? Because you see uh, Ed Thomas and Christopher Elson. Sorry, I don't know. I haven't done any prior research on these two. Maybe they're shitheads in real life. I don't yeah. know. I'm hoping that they're not. But. Playing a character like that, not an easy thing to do. No. It's like, Cause whenever you have to play a dickhead like that, it's like, um, oh my God, he's super famous. He is super duper famous. Let me think of the song. Marlon Brando, right? Um, He plays like Stanley in Streetcar Named Desire, like the 60s version. Oh my God, what is it with you in Streetcar Named Desire? I also had to play Stanley. <laughs> Superb. No, it's, no, it's not. No, it's not. If you know about what Stanley does in that book, no, I don't. It's not. I don't actually, but you know, good for you. Uh, he he doesn't. Uh, Ed Morgan. Oh, that no, that's not good. Yeah. So like playing roles like that, I think is really difficult to do because not only are you like one, you want to represent, you got to represent it. You've got obviously you've got TV producers making sure that everything is done correctly because there is. Yeah. I don't know what the technical name is for it, but even when people are kissing, they have like intimacy specialists, oh, intim- and stuff. intimacy coordinators, and shit. Yeah, like yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but also, your face is like plastered on this act, even though it's dramatized. Like, so it's, it, yeah, it's, I don't know, we'll get, get to the end of it. Ugh. There's something about Ed. How when you see him when he's young in like the the flashback or whatever. Yeah. He's scary. Oh, yeah. He's like a, like a scary dude. He's like, you know, messing with her head. He's being a freak. He's being a horrible little greasy man. He's armed. Yeah. And then you see him as this old man and you're like, oh God, you're pathetic. Like you really are like a pathetic old man. 100% that is intentional, right? 
Because, well, there's a moment afterwards where he like turns on Gwen because there was like, you know, there's like a second where I'm like, oh, this is just like an old dude. And then he says something to Gwen, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm like, oh, no, you you still suck. Yeah, there's 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 nothing really redeemable about him, which there shouldn't be. Yeah, Helen Ra- Helen Rayner, great. I'm I'm looking at our spreadsheet now to see if there's any other any episodes, more Helen Rayners uh, by her. She has written one other Torchwood episode. Which one is it? Uh, season two, episode three, to the last man. Oh, what are you trying to remember it? Or do you yeah, know no, I'm trying to remember it because I'm trying to be like, is it a good one? Uh, yeah. As far as I'm aware, she hasn't done any others. It's 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 enough. It's I don't think mm, I don't know. It's a pretty good one. But hey, she also did uh, the next two that we have to watch of Doctor Who, so it's fine. Yep. A lot of Helen Rayner going on. It's a Helen Rayner week. Yep, it is. Um, I could not take Jack's final little speech. To Gwen, seriously. Yeah. And yeah, do you know why? Yeah, it's stupid and I hate it. No, it's a different reason to just being stupid and hateful. Oh. Um, which is, you know, your prerogative or whatever. Uh, not, not, not outside. When they are inside, I just want to make sure that I'm not like actually hallucinating and this did happen and show up in the episode. Yeah, okay, I'm not hallucinating it. There's a little sign behind him. Mm. It says coughs and sneezes spread diseases and I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't take you seriously with this thing just hanging out behind you like you're in a school. It's like, wash your hands. It's just one little like thing as well. Just hang it. It's not even on like a pin board or anything. Even the sign is minging. Look at the hub. It's rotten. Not a surface clean has been done ever, right? Apart from on that door. <laughs> Even the sign itself is yellowed and minging. Well, that looks like a, a vintage thing, right? That looks like it's been there for a while. The whole hub looks like it's been there for a while, yeah. but it wouldn't hurt to have it cleaned, would it? Anyways, I got to the next time and I was like, oh yeah, what's this? And then I wrote, oh God, Cyberwoman. Yep. Where they just find a conversion chamber, which is weird to me. Because I'm like, they, they never can... Were they converting people on Earth? I mean, I guess at Torchwood, Canary Wharf, they were doing it. Mm. But I don't remember them ever doing it like... It's a different kind of looking one as well. Yeah, it's like a, a one it's at like a time. like a medical bed sort of thing. Like a single file yeah, sort of thing. one at a time. Uh, what would you rate this episode? I'd probably give this like a four. See, I'm giving it for me. A 4.5 or 5 as of now. I just think it's written well. Yeah. I'm like, this is hitting... Other than like a few performances that I'm like, eh, this is sort of hitting every beat kind of right. It's pushing... This this gives you what you want from Torchwood, it's, I think. It's not pushing Ianto or Tosh yet still. Mm. But I think... I feel like the show is trying to solidify Oin, Gwen and Jack as like our main trio. I know that the trio mate turns into... uh. Gwen, Jack, and Ian Tuller, doesn't it? It's mm. like they become yeah, like journey's the main, end. Like they, yeah, they become like the main three. But like right now, it seems like it's Jack, Owen, and and Gwen, then Tosh, sort of in there somewhere at the back, and then Ian Tuller. He's there. Yeah, he's catering. <laughs> so right now, I mean, I mean, the more I watch the show, my ratings might change because I've never seen it before, so I don't yeah. have the standard that I'm holding things to. But right now, super strong. Everything is written. Oh, no, this is a solid episode. I mean, like, well written. All the subjects well handled. Mm. And all the performances, barring some like odd lines I, here and there, have, have just been solid. And I'm like, yeah, also, you got that, an emotion out of me, and that does give you bonus points because that's difficult to do. I think the Torchwood gets a bad rap for trying to be like, Doctor Who's edgy old brother. And I'm like, the thing is, you can do like edgy stuff. 
and it can be good. Torchwood and I is think the, this is an example of that. You know how you're always like, you want to dress as the cool older sister? Yeah. You want to dress like Torchwood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any trivia for this? I, like, um, I'm like, maybe, maybe not, but... I can have a... L- I don't have anything prepared, but I can have a look right oh, now. Oh, no, it's fine. You don't have to do that. Anyway, we'll be back next <laughs> okay. week for See some episode later. of Cyberwoman. Bye. Bye.